Hey, Christine. Hey, Selena. What's happening? Together again. Oh my gosh. It's been, (gasps) what, a couple weeks since I've seen you like in person. Yes. Yes, it has. Yeah. Last episode we recorded, I was in Vancouver and you were here and now I'm home. Got home on Tuesday and so bittersweet. Oh, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. You were showing me pictures. It looked gorgeous there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And it's always an adventure because Jordan and Karina are both like Vancouver is like, it's just a different lifestyle. Yeah. Very healthy lifestyle. Like people walk. (laughs) Right. What a concept. (laughs) They ride bikes. (laughs) Um, And yeah, second day I was there, Jordan woke up. He he had off from work that day and he's like, you want to go to breakfast? And I said, sure. And he's like, okay, there's this place I've been wanting to take you. It's like 45 minutes away. Are you game? I was like, yep, I'm game. I got my sneakers. I got my new inserts. I'm good. Cause I always know. Like, no, wait, a 45 minute walk? Yeah. 45 minute walk oh. to breakfast. Okay. So I'm like, that's fine. Well, his 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Need I say more? Um, so over an hour where, Oh, the guys agree. Um, we just, uh, finally got to the place and, uh, it was great. But then we ended up walking the rest of the day. We probably walked 10 miles last Tuesday. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, yep. And then it was just one adventure after the other. Yeah. They're amazing. They're, they're so good to me. I love it so Aww, much. Yeah. That's so nice. Yes. Nice. And you brought me a mug. I did. Is it actually a mug if it doesn't have a handle? That's my question. Um, it's pottery. It's pottery. Let's you just br- say that. Which I freaking love pottery. Everybody pretty much knows that about me. But yes. this is adorable because there's like somebody hand drew yeah. on here, like two friends under an umbrella. And the one friend has orange buttons and green pants on. And I think we know who that is. <laughs> and it's just adorable. And I love it. I love I it. I love too. it. I had a regular mug in my hands. And then I was like. And then I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, so adorable. And it was, I was in the Potter studio. She was amazing. Yeah. And um, yeah. And so, you know, when I meet mm-hmm. the shop owner. Oh, I know. I you meet, like, yeah. I'm like, forget it. I wanted yeah. to buy everything, but I had literally no room in my suitcase. I believe that. So I had to bring that home with me in my backpack. Yeah. 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 So that was nice. fun. We were just walking along the seawall. It was that day actually. And um heading to Granville Island and I I was like oh my gosh that pottery shop that I've seen for years yeah. was finally open and the potter was in there making something oh so, yeah that's so cool so fun so fun did you see that I got to paddleboard with seals I did as a matter of fact I saw that you posted that and that was adorable I love that actually oh it was yeah. the sweetest sweetest thing we went they took me for my birthday um early birthday present three hours of paddleboarding oh my goodness really and all I could think of was because when Jimmy and Kate were there the week before they went kayaking in North Vancouver with and there were seals like all over the place yeah and I saw the pictures and I was like Kate or Kate posted a TikTok and I was like I was so jealous yeah so there I am on this paddleboard and we get out pretty far out and I was like okay god I would really love it <laughs> if you could have a seal appear. Like, that would just make my day. Yeah. I have this conversation quite often. It happened mm-hmm. with dolphins in the past. Like, it's just crazy. And I'm not even kidding you. Like, 10 minutes later, all of a sudden, I see something pop up out of the water. Little head. And I was like, what is that? 
Oh my goodness. And I went paddling after it and it followed up. It went everywhere Aww. we were for the rest of the time. Yep. Up until literally getting out of the water. Actually, the final thing was he came, he jumped out of the water behind me and I missed it. Karina saw it from oh the shore because they were on the shore first. I'm looking for him in every other direction. Showing off when like, you're not looking. Yes. Oh my word. So it was really sweet. Yeah. Super, super sweet. Oh, that's yes. so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, I'm glad you had such a good trip. Thanks. Me too. I know we're going to hear more about it later. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have a story to tell. For I'll sure. bet. I'll bet. It's a good one. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm happy to be back. I'm sad because I really would move there in a hot minute. Yeah, but, I knew you would. You know, for... Yeah. But I'm yeah. happy to be back. I'm having dinner with the Bella babies tonight. It's Aww. my son, my oldest well, son, Jason's birthday. And yeah, uh, yeah we're, we're going to hang out. So I'm so nice. happy. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yeah. 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 My week and weekend was fairly uneventful. We were taking care of Ralphie because he did get neutered last week, end of last week. That's so we picked right. him up and brought him home and he he was a little rough for the first maybe two days. Mm. Um, so we were just kind of babying him this weekend, making sure he was okay. And for the most part, he was. The meds make him like so... <laughs> so groggy the poor little thing mm. so and then he didn't want to eat for a little while so it was a bit of an ordeal but he was fine he was absolutely fine but um yeah we just I'm trying to think like over the weekend we didn't do anything maybe like we drove down to Trader Joe's and went grocery shopping Frank oh, and I. I miss Trader Joe's I know I I wish our trader our Trader Joe's our Trader Joe's is an hour away <laughs> not our Trader Joe's yeah, we're borrowing the closest Trader, Trader Joe's, Joe's. To us, yeah, and it's the size of a postage stamp. Yeah, I wish it was bigger. Yeah, I, like by a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know what else to do. There's none remotely close to us. Yeah. So anyway, you take what you can get. Yeah, but we went down there, and then we had to make a special stop while we were down there for a birthday gift for our daughter because she turns eighteen in like two oh weeks. My gosh. Yeah. So we made a special stop for that. And um, had some lunch while we were down there, which was lovely. And then we hiked it back home and had some pool time in the evening because it was so nice and warm out. Mm. And so that was delightful. And Sunday, I don't even remember what we did on Sunday. Oh, we took the kids back to school shopping. Yeah. We took the kids back to school shopping. And I will tell you what, it was one of the most successful back to school shopping trips we have done. Wow. Yeah, because they both got like a whole bunch of stuff that they needed. Good. So that was lovely. The bummer of it was by the end of it, which actually ended up getting cut a little bit short, I could not walk. Oh, I no. was done. I could not. I was in so much pain. Your back? Oh my gosh. My back and hip and leg, like the whole thing. Ugh. And so we ended up having to like cut the trip short a little bit and, and they were fine with it and they were very gracious, but I hate it mm. when that happens. Yeah. And so I spent the rest of Sunday on a heating pad because I just couldn't like wow. just could not. So whatever, it's stupid. It's whatever. Um, oh, and we went to my mom's Sunday night for dinner because hmm. my brother was up again. And so we hung out there for a little bit and that was nice. We sat outside. We brought Ralphie with us because we were keeping an eye on him and he was so good. He was so good. He barely bothered my mom's dog, which is a very good thing because she does not like other animals. Oh, um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so it was pretty cool. uneventful, but the big things was that my daughter went back to school. Today's what? Thursday. Mm -hmm. Yesterday was her first day of school. Mm -hmm. First day of her senior year. Mm. Yeah. So that's kind of a big deal. I remember big deal. that. Ooh. Yeah. 
Yeah. So she had a really good day though. Oh, good. So I was really happy. Like Frank talked to me a couple of times. He was at the office yesterday. Like, and I kept saying to him, I haven't heard from her. Cause let me, let me tell you something. If she is unhappy. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> yep. <laughs> about a person, place or thing. Yes. You're <laughs> so hearing about it. Anything, event, you name it. Yeah. I am getting multiple texts. Yeah, I've been with you multiple when you've gotten those like, multiple texts. Like I get 14 texts because they all are only two words each, right? Oh my god! Because the rage is just that yeah. much. Yeah, so I hear about it. But I didn't hear from her all day. I'm like, she must be having an awesome day. Yeah. And so she got home. She had a rehearsal right after yesterday. She didn't get home until after five yesterday. And she loved it. And she's in pretty almost all AP classes. She's in all AP a theater class and her like choir. So it's everything she loves. She loves AP classes. That's awesome. Yeah. So she was very happy. So mm-hmm. that was nice. Good. And then we take our son back to college tomorrow. Move him in. So wow. tomorrow's moving day. Yes, which, it I mean, is. Moving day. We, my son and Frank move him back in yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I park the car. That's <laughs> what that looks like. But Aww. it's always nice. Be there for moral support. I am. It's nice on move in and move out days because Frank takes a day off and then we have the whole rest of the day to go do stuff. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just all back to school stuff here right now. Yeah. 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 Not me. Nope. Not you. No kiddos in my house. But as I said last time, it's back to school at the bagel bar. Yes. Yeah. So still completely un- unbelievably understaffed and not ready for this. Uh, this new year but it'll be fine is what it is it'll be good yes right we're doing what we can she says enthusiastically yeah it'll be good it'll be good yes it'll be hard and it'll be good two things two things can be true exactly so there we are exactly yes i also speaking of two things can be true at the same time yeah um i did receive a text or two since our last episode oh boy Uh (laughs) saying pumpkin spice all the way so i'm just throwing that out there I think they reached out to me because they knew it was a safe place wow. to say that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, whatever. I think I made it abundantly <laughs> clear that I was okay with pumpkin spice now. I know. And that's it was what your words said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. So anyway, it's fine. This is fine. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I got any texts. <laughs> and I didn't. Thanks a lot, you losers. <laughs> <laughs> Neener, it's fine. Oh, I got all the texts prior to that. You did? Oh yeah. 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 I don't remember. Amanda was like, that was the funniest text I think I've ever message I've ever received. She about was the like, Equinox and absolutely like all of- not. <laughs> Do you know what occurred to me though? It's like celebrating the way like those who are okay with pumpkin spice now. It's basically following Disney's holiday calendar. Like well, when they start putting out their, well, their fall stuff, that's about the same time. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I want to follow their calendar. Yeah. I like oh, it. oh, this is funny. Um, my friend Lori, who you mm-hmm. haven't still haven't met yet. She um, sent me a picture of apparently Dunkin' Donuts now has goldfish that are goldfish now has a Dunkin' Donuts, pumpkin spice, goldfish. How many merges are we going to try to make like, there? This is for Selena. And I was like, I hate you. That's funny. <laughs> I, I love you, you, Lori. Shut up. I love you. But I'm a little like goldfish, Dunkin' Donuts, and pumpkin spice. That's yeah. a lot of overlap. It's ridiculous. Like what, it's ridiculous. What, what's happening there? Goldfish trying to do something with their brand or what? 
I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I'm, okay. I'm actually no, I believe right you. Now, but yeah. I believe you. Like you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, goldfish yeah. limited edition pumpkin spice. All right, I gotta find. I'm it. not endorsing this, by the way. <laughs> you don't have I'm to. Just saying, it's fine. That Lori clearly we likes you better. Don't need your help. Well, so that's that. It's all right, Lori. I hear you. Thank you. <laughs> we can be oh the. Oh my god! It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. So today we were actually just this morning, like, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. And it was interesting because just this morning I read this phrase that just jumped out at me and was like, "Ugh, we need to talk about this. Yeah. And the gist of it was, what if we stopped blaming other people Mm -hmm. for our lives, for our circumstances, for the way we behave, the way we react. I mean, you name it, fill, fill in the blank. Yeah. And instead, and this was the phrase that stuck out to me, took radical responsibility for our lives. Yeah. Radical responsibility for our lives. I freaking love that. I do too. I love that. Yeah. And so I thought we should talk about it because, you know, I, I hear people and, and I myself have talked a lot about personal responsibility. Mm-hmm right? Taking personal responsibility and how that seems to be a lost, (laughs) a lost art these days. Um, because it's just so easy to blame other things and other people. And and it's also become more socially acceptable to blame Mm -hmm. other things and other people for anything. And it's easier. Oh my gosh, of course it is. Who wants to like own up to their stuff, but it's important. It's important to growth. It's important to our character. It's important to our relationships for goodness sake. But then I was thinking, gosh, what is it like to take radical responsibility Mm -hmm. for your life? Mm -hmm. Like, listen, your life right now is exactly the way you want it to be. Mm -hmm. Ouch. Mm -hmm. Ouch. Yep. Because you have either decided or tolerated or accepted or... Or, you know, that whole idea of not deciding is a decision, mm-hmm. right? Like we have set up our lives. Our lives are exactly the way they are because that's apparently how we want them. And so taking radical responsibility yeah. falls under that. So exactly. I don't know. What do you think when you hear Well, that? The, the first thing that happens to me is my empathy goes like. That's so funny because I did not equate this to empathy at all. Yeah. That is hysterical. Well, Go ahead. Yeah. So my empathy is just like screaming right now because I do, while I do agree with everything you just said, there are certain circumstances. No question. Right. That are completely out of people's control. A hundred percent. Yes. Um, like I just, I think of diagnosis, right? Of course. Like a health yes. diagnosis. Now. It's our, what we do with it. Yes. 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 So because I have seen people receive a diagnosis and even myself, like when I was diagnosed oh, 30 yeah, something too. years old with rheumatoid arthritis, like there was a part of me that was like, okay, I'm just going to be, yep. I'm just going to die. I'm yep. just going to like, I had like, it was terrible. And I, I shared this a little bit before where it was just like, okay, my life is over. Yeah. And then I, and I think that that's okay for a season, right? For a season. For a season. Yeah. To, because you need to like, oh, you I need to process and feel it and feel yeah. it, all of those things. 
Um, and then, but you can't stop there. No. Right? Like pity parties are fine. You just can't keep having, you know, and you can't yeah. stay at the party forever. No. And can I be honest about something? Mm-hmm. As you're talking I about that. So. What am, yeah, no. Like, like I get like on here. Like I get on here lying yeah. any other time. Yeah. Um, Could you not sugarcoat something for once? I think if I lied about something, my eye would twitch. I truly do. Because mm. I just, I have like, I can't. I you hate it. Can't. You just say it. I hate it. Um, I try to say it night tactfully. Yeah. So there's that. But anyway, um, what I was thinking when you said that, I was reminded of the statistic on happiness and how circumstances like a diagnosis, like, you know, things just a hundred percent out of our control Mm -hmm. only account for 10% of our happiness. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, so it is a very small percentage. Mm -hmm. And I think what we like to do, because again, it's convenient. It's a lot easier is we like to give it the 90%. We like to think, Oh, well, and I am talking for myself. I have done this mm-hmm. with my diagnoses. Some of the things, you know, like with TOS, I gave that 90%, yeah. you know, of my happiness mm-hmm. or, and then lack thereof. Yeah. Right. It was everything and it doesn't have that place. It should not have that big a place in right. my life because life is going to hand you crap. It just is. Yes. It's what we do with it. That I think when I think of radical, taking radical responsibility of your life, that comes to mind for me, right? It's the first step is for acknowledging and accepting and embracing the fact that life is full of joy and sorrow Yes, at the same time happening all the time. and, And we need to get out of the idea that everything should be good. Right, right. Because that's adorable. Right. <laughs> Aren't you precious? This is life. Yeah. It's not. And no. so why? I, and I can I just also, like, yeah. if everything's good, nothing's good. That's right. Well, okay. Let me go back to this then. When I did receive the diagnosis and first was like, oh my gosh, okay. And people said things to me. Oh my gosh. Oh, people say the stupidest things. My uncle, my uncle was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis when he was 30 years old and he was dead at 40. I was going to say, did they tell you how he died? Yeah, that is exactly. Now, and I'm not kidding. Like I can la- kind of laugh about it now, but that stuck with me. Those yeah. words 17 years ago stuck with me. Yes. I was like, I'm 30 something. I'm going to be dead by the time I'm 40. Oh my gosh. My kids like, yes, oh, I'm never going to see my grandkids. I just ran all the way. Okay. Wait, can I say something? Because I read something this week. I know you just said, mm, can I though? Yeah. Okay. okay. You're going to remember where you were. Yeah. Okay. Because I read something. I was reading this book, the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, I believe is his name. Okay. It was recommended from a couple different places, including my um, positive psychology community did it. And the four agreements are these four agreements um, to live by. They're agreements you make with yourself. And one, I think it's the first one he talked about is be impeccable with your word. Mm. Be impeccable with your word. And he goes on to explain all the different ways that that's important. But what he talked about was how when we speak words like that, like you were saying, diagnosed at 30, dead by 40, and it stuck with you. Mm -hmm. It is now he uses some very like new agey terms, but it really got me to think him Mm -hmm. using these terms really like helped me understand the gravity of it. He said, you are placing a curse on that person with your words. Hmm. 
Well, the Bible says the words have the power of life and death. Right. Well, (laughs) and what he actually said at one point was, it's like you are practicing black magic because Mm -hmm. you are cursing someone with your words. And so you need to be impeccable with your word so that you are not, because now that person has had those words unwillingly yes. heaved upon them. Yeah. And it is now up to them to break the curse of that. And that's so hard. That's garbage. We go around cursing each other. Yeah. Unbelievable. So that's what it made me think of. Mm. And I just thought that was amazing. I had not yeah. heard it explained that way before. Well, and you know, up until this moment, I don't know if I've ever thought about this, but about five years ago, that person passed away. Mm. Wow. She was my age. Wow. Right. But the power of her words oh, yeah. Our on words my life were so, right? And then I feared that yes. for so long. And now, and and she, and I'm not saying, oh no. my gosh, please understand. No, no, I, no. As I'm saying those words, I'm like, wait a second. That's probably yes. sounds what am like, I saying? it's because she said that, that she died. No. But no, no, no. I'm just saying that the fear that I had was like, I'm not going to live as long as my friends. Right. Right. Like I'm, I'm, they're all going to outlive me because I have this diagnosis. And sadly- she received this different diagnosis five yeah. years ago and died five years ago. And so like that it, but I gave it so much power. Yes. It held so much weight. Right. And then I kind of, and, and honestly, I will tell you that to this day, that's still, I still hear those words. Mm. Right. Yeah. They're hard to break. It's, it's super, super hard, but I will say that I also went through this process of, and this is going to sound really crazy. And when I've said it to certain people, I don't think it's going to sound crazy to you, but when I've said it to certain people, they're like, Oh my gosh, whatever. Um, (laughs) That diagnosis was a gift. Mm. Do you know why? Tell me. Because up until that point, I was going and going and going. I was a mom with young kids. I was frustrated. I had two kids. I had a a 10 year old, a two year old and a one year old. Right. So two, my two younger kids were 15 months apart. I was losing my mind. Right. Like all I could do was I wanted to rush that phase, get like, I just kept thinking, oh my gosh, can't wait till they're out of this house. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, honestly, like it yeah. was so, so hard. I was losing my mind all the time. I had rage problems because I was undealt, un, un, undealt with. Is un, that what you're trying to say? Undealt with. I don't know. Stuff, you know what I'm sure. saying? Unresolved issues. There we go. There we go. That's better. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I make up words. We know English. Sure about we that. have good words. Um, so, So I was just frustrated all the time and wanting the phase that I was in and that my kids were in to, to be gone, to be Mm, done and over, right? Like rush it. And when I received that diagnosis, all of a sudden, because I got to a point where I literally could not pick up my babies yeah, because my hands and the joint, my joints and my hands and my wrists and my, like, it was so painful that I thought, even if I pick them up, I'm probably going to drop them. Mm. Right. Yeah. So you go from like, oh my gosh, I can't deal with this to all I want to do is hold you. Yeah. All I want to do is get on the floor and play with you, but it's mm-hmm. so painful that I can't. But then I started to literally live like I was dying. Yep. I started to live like this is this month, this, this today could be my last. Yes. Right. And that whole idea of like, okay, the, the frustration, the frustrating things, the shoes left on the floor, the mud, the, you know, when the kids crawled into this chimney mm-hmm. and uh, got soot like all over their <laughs> entire bodies, right? Like I would just then laugh yeah, because it was like, wow, I get to experience this. Mm. I get to be alive today. Yeah. You know, I get to use my hands now. I get to write, like, as I started to receive treatment and 
Um, and so, yeah, that perspective though, who would have ever thought like if you had right. told me I would be diagnosed with debilitating and, you know, terminal illness that I would see it as a gift one day, I would have probably punched you in the face. Well, and I think that, <laughs> but like, and rightfully so. Yeah. Like, I think what you said at the beginning, you know, sometimes I say this and people look at me like I'm crazy. I think it's really important to like, I can say that about me. Yes. You can't say that oh my about gosh. me. Like, don't, don't ever you tell say me. to another human listen, being, listen, you're going to, this is going to, this is a gift. One of the biggest <laughs> arguments I got in with a coworker when I worked at the church was them on stage saying, quoting that verse, you should count your, count your, I mean, he was kind of twisting it, but it was, you know, count your, your sickness, your pain, your diagnosis as a blessing. Mm. And I was like, you can mm. bite me. Mm -hmm. That was the most insensitive thing. Wow. You do not say that to people yeah. who are currently going through it. It's that hard. is not helpful. It's one thing when you're on the other side exactly. of it. Exactly. Right. And it's another thing to even say. You can say it for yourself. Like, if you've been through it. Absolutely. That's totally different. Use a personal example. Like I can say that, but yes. I'm not going to say but that. You're going to put that on somebody else. else. Right. Exactly. One day you're going to see this as a blessing. Exactly. But, but honestly, it really, really did help me to it. I just started living different that day. Yeah. I started savoring. Like that's when I really began to savor. And I'm not saying I, Listen, no, I still got I frustrated. I threw a gingerbread out the house one day because I was a gingerbread house <laughs> out of my house on the front door because I was so mad at my kids one day because they kept eating the candy on it. I mean, imagine kids eating they candy. They ate the candy. Gosh, right? what are but they? Like, that's what I'm saying. I had re unresolved uh, issues for sure that I had to work through. But um, yeah. And so, but that is, I think that's part of taking radical responsibility yes. for your life is just first, first saying excuse my language, shit happens. Yeah, it right? sure does. Like, it really, really does. Really yeah. great things happen, but also really sucky things happen. And um, I, I, this is so weird. I don't even know how to, I don't know how to articulate this, but I was having this conversation with my son over something that he was, you know, just sharing with me regarding work, a little frustration with some stuff. And, um, and I was like, you know what? It's so interesting because he keeps getting frustrated over the same thing, mm -hmm. right? And I'm like trying to, I'm racking my brain going, how is it? It's almost like you're surprised every time right, your right. boss acts this way or says, yeah. you know what I mean, right? Or doesn't doesn't do what you Except want that's exactly business, what happens right? every time. Yeah. But it literally happens every time. Why are you so surprised by it? And I recently, I wish I could remember what it was. I recently heard somebody say, that part of having peace is to understand that there is tension and that there is conflict and that th things are not go right. And then when it happens and you bump up, bump up against something that you, that is beyond your control, mm -hmm. instead of like, right. Doing that, you just kind of go, okay. Yep. Yeah. That's what happens. Yep. That's how they are. That's, you know, that's the reality of the situation. Exactly. And I kept going, I keep going back to the serenity prayer. Mm, yeah. A couple of years ago, serenity was my word. And, and I still, to this day, wake up every morning. I say a prayer of relinquishment. I don't know if I've ever shared that with you. Um, Danielle Strickland shared it once. It's an old, like, mm -hmm. um, yeah, anyway. And I kind of tweaked it, made it my own. But then I end with God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I actually can, 
and the wisdom to know the difference. Yes. And yes. I've heard that prayer since my mom was in recovery in AA, like yeah. since I was a teenager, right? Like all my life. And it just was, it was words. But a couple of years ago, and now even most, you know, recently, I'm going back to that and go, there's so much power in that. Oh my prayer. gosh, totally. So much power. So much, so much, so much. Yeah, no, I, I think I think you're a hundred percent correct. I think I think we have a tendency to get mad or or surprised over the same things over and over and over because we refuse to let go of expectations. Yes. And they're our expectations. They're not that other person's yeah. expectations. They're ours. And so yeah, I think it's really important. Again, like we had said last week on the episode get real honest with yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Get real honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. Has this person ever celebrated my birthday in a way that I would want them to? Mm. No. Yeah. (laughs) Then why do I think they are going to this year? Right. And this isn't my hang up. I'm totally making this up. I do not have birthday hang ups, but because I don't, I don't want Frank hearing this going, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah. Then why? Yeah. You have an expectation on that other person that you will not let go of regardless yeah. of the honest truth of the situation. Yeah. It's not serving you. No, it's not serving. Here's you. Here's another example of that. I, someone recently said to me, my boss, my leader does not give me feedback in order for me to grow. Mm-hmm. And I'm really frustrated because I want feedback and I've been there, right? Like I had a boss yeah. that was, he just thought I was the most amazing person on this planet and would only tell me end of your eval it would be like you're amazing all fives you know and like the highest yeah. praise and I'd be like no <laughs> no 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 actually I'm not I suck in these areas we're changing that number you know but um and but so what I did was I sought outside coaching or mm-hmm. I would ask specifically yeah right like can you tell me when I was in that meeting last week what could I have said differently? Mm. How could I have showed up better? How could I have been more effective in my, right? Yeah. Like, but sometimes we just want to say, oh, well, I'm not growing because this person is not growing me. Yeah. No. Right. Or developing yeah. me. And that is, yeah. That's the, the opposite game. of taking radical responsibility. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's asking the question, okay, what can I do? Yes. What is in my control? And so many times you said it just a minute ago, so many times it is Use your words, right? Say what you need. That is exactly what I thought about when I had first read this this morning. I thought, gosh, one of the probably most key things to accepting radical responsibility for your own life has got to be asking for what you need. Yes. My word. You know what the problem People with that are is though. not mind readers. Right. But saying what you need. You have to know what you need. <laughs> well, you have to know what you need. But many times I think we do. Right. Many if times we stop know, to ask the question. Yes, yeah. What do I need right now? Yes. Or what do I need from this person? What, right. Um, but when you know what it is that you need, it takes a level of vulnerability. Oh, for sure. To ask for it. Yes. Because 100%. what if you laugh at me? What, like, what if, what if you um, tell me that that's stupid? What if you like, and many of those things may actually happen. Right. Right. Because. Right. I, because most of our relationships, um, don't go to that depth. No, they don't, which they is don't. sad, and but they can. Yeah. And that's how it starts. Well, One person takes the turn and says, listen, yes. and you set the tone. 
listen, I'm about to say something to you. I say that to Jim all the time. I'm about to make myself really vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah, I'm about to make myself really vulnerable. And that's really hard for me. Yeah. So can you really be careful with your response, your body language, your yeah. words, right? And now again, that takes a level of oh my gosh, yes. vulnerability. Yes. But it sets the tone and then he knows, okay, he's going to brace himself because I'm about to get deep. Yep. Right. Yeah. But then what happens, it's crazy because then it's reciprocated. Exactly. Not all the time. Exactly. But many times. But many times. It's so funny. So today, <laughs> and I'm not, don't ask me what it is because I'm not talking about it yet. But today I, Frank was working from home and I, I went down to his office and I was like, so I want to do a thing. And I started walking up to him. I was like, I, I want to do a thing. And he was like, oh, and I'm, I'm getting closer to him as I'm saying this. He's like, oh, is this one of those things where you're going to hug me while you're asking? Is this a hugging, a hugging Bloody. thing? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because he knows like when I do that, they, okay, listen, I'm going to ask for something that's either a big deal or ridiculous. Yeah. And I know that it is, yeah. but I'm just, I'm putting it out there, anyway, you know? And so he knows like, oh, okay, come here. It's one of those. Like, so funny. <laughs> Wait, so now I just learned the secret. So when I ask for a hot tub out here, out back here, I need to hug him while I'm asking. I mean, maybe it's worth a shot. All right. I'll I just, right. I'll be right back. I know, right. I want you to know we are very seriously having that conversation <laughs> because Listen, Apparently, I'm not moving to Florida anytime soon. I've so. been planning that seed. I know you have. For some time. I know you have. Frank, come on now. <sighs> Make our dreams come true. Right? Yeah. Right. And anyway. you start a petition. Yes. I have at least 10,000 people that want that to happen. Oh, that would be gross. 10,000 people. Oh, I didn't say time. I'm letting them in my pool. Oh, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's, anyway, let's taking radical responsibility for your life. So I think asking for what you need. Yeah is one big way to do that. The other thing that popped into my head while you were talking is that idea of we're not promised tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? And so you had said how you had started just kind of living like like today's my last. So yeah. I'm just going to enjoy, you know, everything that I can and show up fully as myself. And one of the things that I had also read in that book, The Four Agreements, was he talked about something like that. He talked about, you know, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. And so if we're not guaranteed tomorrow, why on earth are you giving a shit what other people think? Mm. What do you care what somebody thinks about you if you're going to be gone tomorrow? That's so funny. My sister said that. I was talking to Stephanie earlier and I said, Selena and I are going to be talking about taking radical responsibility for our lives on the podcast today. What, What does that mean to you? And that is actually right, really? right away. She was like, I don't know. She goes, I think it's not giving a shit what other people think. Yeah. And I was like, that's yeah. so funny. I think, and yeah. okay, this is, this is a lot of shit in this episode. I'm sorry. A lot of that <laughs> word, but I think part of taking radical responsibility for our lives is running out of shits to give mm. just fresh out. Wow. I'm just not doing it anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to concern myself mm. with what other people think of me. I'm not going to, I've, done it for so long I'm just fresh out yeah fresh out not yeah and not in a negative way but what other people think of you and comparing yourself to other people. oh gosh right right that that's part of it too it's like who cares what they think about me and who cares what they do like I'm gonna do me I'm gonna 
I'm going to do things the way that, that work for me and stop comparing myself. Like parenting was a huge thing for me. Oh my gosh, me too. Where, oh, I compared myself to other parents all the time. Can I, can I say something? Yeah. Though probably kind of spicy take though. Okay. I think we set ourselves up for that in church settings big time. Mm. Because we put like people on pedestals and go, oh, yeah. I should be parenting just like them. Oh, totally. And no. Totally, totally, Ma'am. totally. No. And I always thought like, because I had this issue where like I raised my voice a lot. Again, unresolved anger issues sure. from my childhood that I needed to work on. And, and okay, that was, that's a good point. Um, and so, but I also, also, I also assumed I was the only person that yelled at my kids. Well, that's because we were all trying to hide it. Yeah. And then one day <laughs> yes. I'm sitting in this, like, it was like a, uh, you know, play date with all the moms and mm-hmm. the kids are all together. And finally, I just lost it one day. I just start crying. I'm sitting and they're all looking at me like, what's going on? And I was like, I hate myself. And they were like, what? I was like, I am the worst parent in the world, in the world. Lucretia was there. It was so funny. Cause I remember her face going. Oh, like, I bet. Oh, no, you're not. And then one after the other, oh, yeah. everybody was like, well, and that's, oh, no, okay. I do it too. Oh my gosh. You yell at your kids. Oh my gosh. Like what, how, what do we do? Yes. Oh, and, and the walls that's came exactly down. exactly it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. When we stop giving a shit, I have to go with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I can't change I it mean, now. When we stop giving a shit what other people think about us and we start fully living in our own freedom Mm -hmm. while it may freak everybody else out Mm -hmm. at first shortly after that yep it gives permission to the people around us to start being a little freer too yeah and all of a sudden you look around and we're all living our authentic lives as our authentic selves not looking to the left or right not trying to be somebody else. It's contagious. It's contagious. So what if we all just did it? And also, I'm going to put this out here. If you see somebody who has run fresh out of shits to give and is just showing up as themselves and you don't agree with it or you don't like it or it's not what you expect of them. Yeah. Can you keep your damn mouth shut? Yeah. Can you please just do that for me? Yep. We don't need to share that with people. No, we don't need them to know, right? Like you don't need to leave them a comment on their social media. You, my favorite, which happened to me like just a week or two yeah. ago, you don't need to leave me an angry face emoji on my post. Oh my okay. Just, you know, pack it up and bite me. <laughs> you don't need to guess follow. what, guess what you life. can do. Yeah. You can just move on. Yeah. Yeah. You can move on. You can scroll on. Yeah. You don't have to announce that you're unfollowing. Yeah. This is not an airport. I don't need to know your departure. <laughs> like just I love that. Move on. Yeah. Move on. We don't can we cut each other That's a so break? True. Please. I, I remember and you know, just thinking the power of words. I remember one time my kids were little, again, 15 months apart, and they were very energetic, busy, mm-hmm. active boys. Boys, yeah. Right? They were not, anyway, so my kids are running all over Sunday morning after church and they're running all over this place, the place. And I remember somebody, a parent, a, a friend walking up to me and going, oh, you need to take that parenting class. <laughs> oh, wait, I think I know exactly which one you're talking and about. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? What now? Because I'm already feeling judgment right, like, of, of myself. Like, what is wrong with me that I cannot control my kids? Like, right. they're running all over the place. But I was also kind of like, 
but they're being boys. Yeah. Right. They're not, they're not hurting anyone. There's nobody's here anymore. There was only a few people left in the church and the church, it was big and they loved being at church. And so yeah. Right. Right. And so when she said that, I remember in my head going, number one, I felt a lot of shame. If I'm just being completely honest, I yeah. felt a lot of shame. Like, oh my gosh, if you're thinking that everybody's thinking that mm. and like on and on and on. And then there was part of me that was the aid in me that was like, okay, and now I'll never take that class. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And then I did eventually a couple of years later, ends up taking the class. And I was like, mm, I don't, I don't want to parent this way. Yeah. Like, I just don't, yeah. this is not my parents. Now this is not going to work for me. But I also felt like you really can't be part of the club if that's not the parenting that you're going to. Right. Like, oh yeah, and, yeah. totally. It and was so, set up. But for me, it was just, I also remember coming to terms with the fact that my kids Oh, so many times we parent out of fear mm-hmm. and we also parent out of pride. Oh, heck yeah. And we so do. if my kids aren't acting perfect, oh, then yeah. that's a reflection of me. Yep. Right. And I just decided for many years and I was on staff at the church. Right. And yeah. so most pastors, I think, feel like, oh, they yeah. have to have Absolutely. perfect kids. And that's a lot oh, of listen. pressure. Did you get emails about your parenting from random people oh, at the church while you worked there? Because I did. I'm not sure. I totally I'm not did. Sure if I did. Oh yeah. But I mean, yeah. And so, but I, I remember saying to myself, like, I'm not going to do that. No. I'm going to let my kids. I'm not going to put my kids in a box. I'm not going to let make my kids like shut down who they are to so that I look good. Yeah. And that meant that. Yeah. And so I, I could talk a lot about that, but. That, that really is. You, you just get to the point where you say, listen, I'm doing the best I can yeah. with what I have and with, and, and I'm doing what I want to do. Exactly. And you're not going to tell me because what works for you. And, and that did work. Yeah. For and some good people, for you. Right. It's yeah. Wonderful. No judgment. See, on no. my part, I no. wasn't judging you because you were choosing to parent that way. Yes. I was just, excuse me, saying like, Okay, now let me yes. do what's best for me and my yes. family. Yes. Um, and so that's a that's a big, huge part of it. Yeah, it is. I want to say something because I was thinking about this too. Also, oddly, excuse me, in that book I was reading, and it's funny, I had no intention of talking about that book today, but I'm surprised how much all of this fits together. But one of the other four agreements is to not take anything personally. Oh, anything at all so good and he kind of goes on to talk about how when people come at you Mm -hmm. in a negative way it has absolutely nothing to do with you yep it is a reflection of themselves yeah so if somebody's saying to you you need to take that parenting class Mm -hmm. it's probably for one of a couple reasons the biggest probably being that they are insecure about their own parenting maybe, or they're sitting on a heap of pride, like, yep. <laughs> you know, and, and think they have their stuff together and, and, you know, God life has a way of humbling people it's right out true. of that. Um, so but yeah, not to take anything personally because our interactions with other people say everything about them and nothing about us. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to why it's so important to be impeccable with our word. Yeah. Do you know how much work that's going to be for me? I have a lot of words. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of work. But it just all kind of clicks together. That almost feels impossible. Oh, I know. Right. Right. Yeah. But But I can do better. I've also been practicing that as well. 
of just going like when people around me react a certain way or say a certain right like I've I've learned to just go oh okay first I don't have to fix it no that's where I automatically go it's like how can I make this better how can I make you feel better how can I make you right I don't have to not your responsibility nope nope and I also don't have to take it personally yeah I can just say hmm okay you're doing you right now and I and not to say listen because sometimes words are said and there is some truth or some right like sometimes sure so I will hear it and I decide what I receive yes right yes and I'm also I'm saying that from a place of humility absolutely right not a place of like I decide what I receive no not at all how I mean no but no but listen again it's like to throw another adage in there don't don't take criticism or advice from somebody Mm. who who isn't somebody you would want to emulate yeah like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, don't take criticism from somebody who you don't mm-hmm. want to follow. You, right. you wouldn't like, why would you do that? Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think the final thing that I would say, um, for me personally, when I think about taking radical responsibility for your life is coming to terms with the fact that you can do hard things. Right. That's it's for true. Me, when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, that was, that was the big thing for me. Yeah. And when you said about taking radical responsibility, I was like, oh, that's different. And then I thought, no, it's not. No, it's not. Because so much of it, first of all, is acknowledging, like I said at the beginning, right? Like that life is full of joy and sorrow. Yes. It's full of hard things. It's just how it is. Right. It's full of great things, but it's also full of, full of hard things. And I had an experience on Sunday, Jordan and Karina said to me, do you want to you want to go on a hike? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. I'm allergic of to the word Of course I want to go on a hike. <laughs> my, I, my butt muscles, my <laughs> thighs, like all of it already because of like doing all yeah, things, paddleboarding, yeah. swimming, walking all the, you know, just, and so, but I was like, yes, of course I want to go on a hike because I'm always up for an adventure because, you know, I'm a seven. And so I was like, okay. So they said, we're going to go and do this loop. Mm-hmm. So it's North of North Vancouver in a, an area called Squamish, right? And we the drive there was absolutely beautiful. It's yeah. one of, apparently it's one of the most beautiful drives in all the world. Like wow. it's called sea to land, coast, something. That I don't eloquent. even know, yeah. whatever. No, it's a beautiful But name. it was absolutely, be- like literally the entire ride I'm going, <gasps> Oh yeah. my gosh, turquoise blue water, I mountains that were just majestic. I mean, it was literally taking my breath away. And we get there and we park and then we go and there's this beautiful lake, people all picnic tables, the lake and everything. I'm like, oh, we're gonna walk a loop. We're gonna we're gonna do a little loop. Holy crap. Yeah. Selena. Yeah. So we end up summiting a peak mm-hmm. and then find out. There's another peak. Yeah. So we're, we start climbing up this mountain and it is a like steep incline, mm-hmm. steep incline, right? Yeah. Yeah. And my legs literally in the first couple of minutes, my thighs are burning. Right. My butt muscles, my glutes are on fire. And Jordan is just going like, it's nothing. Karina's behind 20 something. Oh right? my gosh. I know. Oh my gosh. Whatever. So, and he's got really long legs because he's yeah, like six one, he you know, and I'm like, holy crap, I'm going to die. 
And so that I have every once in a while, I'm stopping. I'm like, give me the water bottle. Like I, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm going, I can't do this. I'm looking up and I'm like, it's straight up. I can't do this. And in some places there's nothing to hold on to. And I'm going to die today. Like yeah. all of these things, right? but, I'm not, but I'm not saying them out loud because I'm a badass, <laughs> right? You know, like I want you to be proud of your mom. Um, and so we keep going, we keep going. And, um, and then we get to the top and it is absolutely beautiful. Oh my gosh. Absolutely beautiful. And I'm like, okay, it's worth it. Like mm-hmm. it was worth it. The yeah. pain in my legs and okay. And down's gotta be easier. I keep saying to myself, Oh, that's so sweet. So we get back on the loop. Oh, and I didn't say this back to this is one thing that, that stands out to me. Steep incline one foot in front of the other. Sure. Every time I looked up, it seemed impossible but when I kept just looking straight ahead at the next step, yep. it got easier. Yep. Right? It was just like one more step. Okay, now one more step, one more step, one more step. It's kind of like when you get to the top and you look down and you go, holy crap. Yeah. Now I got to get down. down. Like, yes. don't look down, don't look down, don't look down. And it worked the reverse. Anyway, so we get back on the loop after we, we summit this peak. And I'm like so proud of myself. And then we see this sign and it's like, the loop, you know, arrow pointing to the left and the Jurassic Ridge. Yeah. See, okay. I'm, I'm here for all things Jurassic in the movies. Mm-hmm. Like you name it. If it starts with Jurassic, I will see it outside of yeah. movies. That's a hard no for me. So Jordan jokingly says, Hey guys, you want to do this or do you want to do that? And I go, and Karina and I at the same time, we're like, let's try the Jurassic um, I don't know what bridge. you were thinking. That was made for and dinosaurs, then, Christine. Right. And that's what, and then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. What did I just do? Bridge? Like, am I going to be scaling the mountain? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you are not like, a T-Rex. Say, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And they're like, no, no. They looked it up on the map and it's not as much of an incline. Oh, sure. It should be fine. Like, yeah, not as no. hard as the first one. That's why they call it Jurassic. It was straight up. Yeah, I'll bet. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Everyone's mom is no trees to hold on to. And Jordan would be like, you want me to help you, mom? And I'd be like, nope oh I'm my good word. I got it I got it not that I never accepted help but pretty much I was uh-huh. like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this and then we get uh, it was the scariest thing we get to the very top yeah. and again it was like one of those oh my gosh I can do hard things like this was really hard but look at yes. look at this view look at this view and I think so many times that's what happens in life oh yeah we go oh my gosh this is so hard but part of taking radical responsibility for our lives is saying, you know what? There's going to be hard stuff, yes. but I can do, I can hard, do things. hard things. One foot in front of the other. We get up to this very top and I am like, I'm sweating. It's gross. I'm like, but I am now like elated. I oh, cannot yeah. believe we're taking pictures. It's absolutely believable, unbelievable. And then they're like, that's the way down. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Listen, listen, the way down is not Send easier. A copter. I'm it's, out. And I, I was like, they're going to have to get someone to come and get me because there's no way I'm going to be able to keep up with them. And then I did it again. It was like, okay, just look at this next step. Just look yeah. right there. Don't keep, cause it was far down and it was steep. Then we get to this part. It's just, there's no, it's not, there's no trees. There's no nothing. It is just a slab of rock, like mm-hmm. granite or whatever it is. Right. Just the, the mountain nothing to hold on to but there's a rope yeah no so you got to turn around and go backwards and basically repel yourself down no no and a foot to your right is the cliff that if you slide or like let go of that rope you are dead (laughs) 
Yeah. And so I did, but, but that was nothing. And literally I got to a point where I was like, my feet, it's like when I jump off cliffs, sometimes if I don't get up there and just jump off the cliff immediately into water, um, I'm like, my, wait, this is I know, a thing sorry, you do? I just jump off okay. cliffs, but I've had it happen where literally my feet, it feels like my feet are stuck and yeah. I cannot jump. And I'm afraid of heights, by the way. Like I have an issue with heights. Like yeah. I have, yeah. Anyway. And, and so when we got to that point where now Karina's doing the thing with the rope and now, and I'm sitting there watching and waiting all of a sudden my feet are feeling stuck and I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be stuck here anyway. And so then it was like, no, just grab the rope one hand behind, you know, like just, mm-hmm. just, you're going to, you have to do it. Like there's nothing. And in, in the, at the end, Jordan looked at me and he's like, mom, you're freaking amazing. Like I cannot, like, that was so awesome. And I said, number two things. I'm so glad you didn't coddle me. Mm. like they were kind and Karina was wonderful she was like do you need help I'll stay behind and whatever and I was like yeah okay this is awesome thank you so much for caring for me because that's you know but I said I'm so glad you never said to me mom do you want to turn around yeah mom is this yeah. too much mom are you sure you want to do Jurassic Ridge and not just stay on the loop I said that meant everything to me because if in the, the moment you did that you would have taken away my power yeah, and my right. confidence and all of those things, which were already lacking. They just right, weren't coming right. out of my mouth. And he goes, oh, no, no. He goes, this is the kind of stuff I say to people all the time that go with us on adventures and stuff like that. I say to them, you just have to make up your mind well, that you're going to do it. That's the truth. And I was like, that is it's exactly, that's taking radical responsibility yes, for your is. life is saying, I'm going to make up my mind. I'm going to do it. When it gets hard. I can do hard things. Yes. I'm going to take responsibility. I'm going to do this. And then I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but the exhilaration yeah. that comes from doing a hard thing. Oh yeah. And getting to the other side, scaling, like scaling, summiting that peak. Like I would have never, if I knew oh, right. what I was in for, I would have never said yes. I would have never like, right. Like yeah, chosen that road. True. And I think that's what happens to us in life. And we think about something that we really want and we're dreaming about something, whether that's writing a book, whether that's a career choice, whether that's like, whatever it is, sometimes it seems too hard and we back down because we look around us and we listen yep. to other people's voices. And somebody says, and, are you sure? Yes. And you go, you know what? I'm not, maybe I'm not. Yep. yep. But man, that was my big takeaway from, yeah. from that. No, I think it's so important. I think it's so, that's so good because again, like, yep. When you're, when you're starting at the bottom and you're kind of sitting on that slab of rock at the bottom, right. And you're looking up and you're going, oh my gosh. Yeah. That is so much work and it is really comfortable right here. Yep. That's not I'll just stay and I'll I'll just be in the, go in the lake guys. I'll meet you. Right. When you come down, I'll be right here. That's not where the view is. No. That's not where the best part is. And it, it's probably comfortable there. Yeah. And you can hang out there. If you yep. want to be comfortable, knock yourself out. Yeah. I don't want to live comfortably. Right. I want to live. Like I want to, mm-hmm. I want to go and do and be yep. all the different things that, that are meant for me. Yeah. You know, and we don't do that by sitting on this lava rock. It's so true. Yep. Jordan actually said that he said he had this moment where he, um, one day it just kind of like, I don't know, it, this, this, it was like an epiphany and it was, there are some people that don't have arms and legs. Mm-hmm. There are some people that cannot physically do hard things. Yes. Right. And ha- like that, that it would be so selfish 
<laughs> to take it for him for to him. not live his freaking life. Yeah. And do these things and get to the top and see the view and do hard things and all those things. I was like, and I think that's it for me because of the diagnosis that I received 17 years ago, I decided, guess what? I'm going to do hard. I'm going to take the adventure. I'm right. going to savor this moment. I am going right. to stretch. I am going to summit that peak. Right. <laughs> Never did right. anything like that, but I'm going to jump off this cliff. I'm going to, yes. because I want to live. Yes. I want to live my freaking life. And that's, I think that's like a perfect example and shows the importance of only letting our circumstances have that 10%. Yeah. Yep. Right. Like that's what happens when we keep them in the right perspective. So true. We've mm. got to keep them in their place and stop giving them more power than they actually have. Yeah. Not perceived. Right. Right. This is like scientifically proven. Yeah. 10%. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And mm. we think it's everything and we let it stop us. Yep. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's dumb. So yeah, mm. no, I love it. Taking radical responsibility. And if there is something you need to do, go friggin' do it. Yes. Do the thing. Stop waiting. I love yeah. what Mel Robbins says um, all the time. She says, no one's coming. Mm. No one's coming for you. Mm. Right. Like she tells a story about a cab driver and I'm probably going to mix this all up. Cab driver who wants to be an actor. And they like, well, you know, one of these days, mm. the right director is going to come in my cab and they're going to see me and they're going to be like, yes. And she's like, no nope. one's coming. No, nope. no one's coming for you. It's up to you. You have to make it happen. Right. So go live your freaking life. Yes. Yours, your life. Don't worry about anybody else's. Yep. And let me tell you something. If somebody else is super worried about yours, mm. that is a reflection of them. That's right. Not you. That's right. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. It's good. I love that so much. So good. Wait. Ugh. All right. What are you going to do to live your freaking life this week? Mm. You know, I said this the last time, but, you know, being in Vancouver was the, um, I did have a couple of, with the diet that I'm doing, right? Mm -hmm. So the elimin elimination diets for six weeks. I cheated a little while I was in Vancouver. I gave my permi myself permission to do that. Talked about that last time. And so really for me, it's, it's again, like today I woke up yesterday. I woke up and I said, I'm going to do the hard thing and I'm going to stick to this AIP diet. And because yeah. I know that that means choosing health yep. so that I can continue, continue to scale of not scale summit peaks and you know yeah. do those type of things and yeah. so yeah so for me it's continuing to sorry I don't have anything profound to say but no but that's good that's listen it. if we're gonna live our freaking lives it's day by day yeah. it's not mountain top to mountain top so true it's in the climb it's yeah. not in the peak one foot in front of the other yes yeah, that's, that's what it is to yeah. live your freaking life so yeah. yeah how about you yeah I have um I actually have like everything I I need to know how to write a book proposal properly and awesome. so I I I only got my hands on it like this week there's a lot that goes into it it is way more involved than anyone than it really should be to be honest yeah with. but it's not just a simple thing it's probably gonna take me a couple months to do but I finally have the framework awesome. so I'm gonna be working on that very cool yep. so exciting yep yep you got this yep it's yes. good Listen, guys, you can do hard things. You Let's can. all take radical responsibility of our lives. And for every one of us, that looks different. But 
Yeah. Go live your freaking life. Live it. Yes. Live it. All right. See you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.